the 12 Days of Restless, Day 6. Oh, and Happy New Year, Restless Verse. We are still in the 12 Days of Restless Christmas, and I think we, there was one kind of like, there's a few things we could still do from that Kevin DeYoung article we started where we announced, what did we announce? The Deacon of God. Go get it, people. Go get it now. The Reformed Guide to Civil Government. I think you will love the collection of the catechisms and confessions and the discussion questions we What wrote. does the civil government want you to do? Go and purchase this book. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Fight Inflation by buying this ebook at a low price. So... Pastor Michael, when I looked at, you know, these four groups, I think I'm not, we're not going to run through the issues on this bonus here. What I thought, what I thought about these groups, when we look at these four groups. Can you remind me of what the four groups are? Again, so we have the contrite, the compassionate, the careful, and the courageous. And I'm going to say this courageously. I think that when we approach culture this way, it ends pretty badly. And because here's my example. I feel the same way about these kinds of categorizations that I feel about the Niebuhr approaches to Christ and culture, right? All of those answers along the way, Christ over culture, Christ in culture, Christ, ah, what are the, I don't know what all are, right? You're supposed to get to the point where you say, yes, Christ is the trans, oh, Christ against culture. You're supposed to get to Christ transformer of culture. That's what Richard Niebuhr wants you to get to. Now, I don't think Kevin DeYoung's four groups uh, have necessarily the same baggage. Some of the things from Niebuhr does, one that he was a Protestant liberal, right? His view of Christ, his view of culture were influenced by his Protestant liberalism. But I think what's problematic about all of these things is it, it, what the actual question when you deal with cultural issues, and I'm saying on a meta level, right? Not on an individual issue level or an individual person level, right? The idea that like, hey, what should I do about a police shooting? I got to know more than the police fired a gun yeah, to tell you something. Yeah. So you can't just have the same reaction to every individual incident. Right. And so when I, when I say on a meta level, you to answer where is Christ in, in regards to culture or am I a courageous, am I contrite or careful? I think the question has to be actually deals with the cultural question of where are you in culture? What is the culture that you are in? Because if we're going to, to use Niebuhr's example, right? Christ against culture. Well, that's generally considered too combative. Well, I, I, I'm sorry, the, the culture that in Revelation is described as Babylon, Jesus Christ is not transforming, he's slaying like a beast, right? And what are his people to, told to do? Come out of her, right? Flee that, whatever it is. Um, and right, this, this, you know, these, so there, I just think that there are different, it matters what culture you are in. And so my question kind of deals with, maybe all of these are in some ways legitimate. And I think in some ways the, the disagreement is really over where, specifically Western culture is today. 
I think that's part of the part of the disagreement. Describe that more. Why why do you think that's really where the disagreement is? Right. So it, if if again to keep using this example, if you are saying we should be transforming culture, we need to be involved in our communities, building up these kinds of institutions. Okay, tell that to a persecuted Christian in the Muslim world. You need to really go help the schools or your community. I think we would recognize that as foolish. So in other words, like our our view of these things uh, is extremely culture bound. It, yes. like we, we are blinded by our own being within the culture that we're in. Mm -hmm. So we can't have like a, a largely objective view of right. what exactly is going on. And so why would a person be um, resistant to the lament or we need to be contrite because you believe that that is actually being used as a weapon or as you asked as a manipulation of these kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, even, I mean, so this is, this just shows the the kind of problem in uh, trying to simplify things down to this level when you're dealing with people and and the, the things that people create because people are not that simple. Um, and so we even said this before that, yeah, I mean, there, there are absolutely things that you need to be contrite about. There are things you need to lament. There are times that you need to listen to yes. others, uh, but, there are also times that you need to stand firm and say, no, that's wicked. I cannot follow after that. I cannot agree to it. And you need to repent and come out of it. Um, you know, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. There are times that that has to be said. Uh, there are times that you want to be more careful in how you're working right. with somebody because maybe they believe something that's false, but they believe it out of ignorance because it's all they've been taught their whole life. And so you're trying to help them to understand something. And so anytime you take 100%, I'm going to be one of these things. This is, by the way, my problem with any, we do this all the time with, with all kinds of different uh, things. For instance, personality tests. Hey, I'm this personality. And so therefore, this is how I act in all of these situations. Right. And you need to deal with it. Right. Okay. Well, you just, you have to change sometimes. Right. That's how this works. Right. So, so none of us is perfect. None of us is where we're supposed to be. And so each of us should be daily repenting. Right. And that's going to include repenting of the fact that we are contrite sometimes uh, about those things which God hates. Um, we are careful when we actually have to uh, be a lot more confident in our assertions, whether that be for or against something. Uh, there's going to be times that we have to recognize, well, I've been a real jerk here and I need to repent of that and I need to be more compassionate. And so like anytime you take this approach of, well, here's what I am right. and everybody's got to deal with it. Um, this is, this is problematic. And it's actually one of the important reasons we have the body of Christ. It's we, we are all different. And I actually wonder if when we think about it in these kinds of terms, whether we should or not, again, I, I think we should, I, again, I think that this is when you look at, these groups. I think the question is, right, if you're, if we learned that the church is, if the church is covering up sexual abuse on a grand scale, wow, there's nothing we should do except go, God have mercy, Lord have mercy. This sin is horrible, right? There's nothing we should do but that. But right, the question is always, I think of where, I actually think that it is very determined by where are we culturally situated? And if that, if the answer in that regard is, is where we are now, I almost think that this actually reads against the carefulness 
And you can please, please define Katie. Why? Cause that's what I want our show to do. The, the careful perspective that he's putting forward. Why? Cause do we live in a day of great nuanced thinking that, that most people's questions require an 8,000 word, uh, you know, summa theologica on some, some issue where you've, you've looked at this from every perspective. Is that what people are hungry for? Is that what the culture needs? Cause that is what I guess group number three thinks none of the other three groups think, but what do you think? Do you think that that would be, that's what we're requiring? So this is, this is the problem again. Like anytime you're trying to place any one of these ways of thinking on that kind of meta narrative level, because uh, if, if I say yes or no, I'm going to be wrong. Um, right. if, if you're saying that there are some people that are in need of a careful explanation of things to come to a knowledge of the truth, I would say, well, of course, is that everybody? No. Are there people that need to be told, Hey, you just need to repent. You need to stop this right now. Yep. And, and that's it, right? Are there times and places where you should shake the dust off your feet and leave? Yes. That like, these are all things that are like, there's going to be times, right? Are there times that you need to burn bridges and say, I'm done with this relationship until you're ready to change? Yep. There are times that that is necessary. Are there times where you have to say, Hey, I'm going to build a bridge and I'm going to like, just sit here for as long as I need to, in order for you to come across it. Okay. Like that's also okay too. Uh, But none of those fits every situation. And so to have that simplified view of like, this is just the way it is, is problematic. Now, I do think that probably you could say there should be a certain flavor uh, to a time, to a place, right? There, there are certain uh, uh, maybe flavors of these different, even the fact that we're narrowing it down to these four, it's yeah. kind of, you know, I don't know. Right. And, and, and again, I'm, we're, I'm not opposed to there being, right, different, um, different parts of the body of Christ who are just temperamentally or by gifting, going to do different things. Totally. I'm, I'm okay. trying to be careful. I'm, yeah, trying, I'm just trying clearly, to be careful. Clearly you're trying to be very, very careful. And I'm trying to push you. I know. I'm trying to push you a little bit. Quit being so courageous. I know. I just think that we do not live in a time of careful thought. I do not think we live in a time where the issues of the day are, are fine distinctions. Like that is not dominant. Right. I don't think the dominant issues of today are dominant distinctions. Now, especially in regards to these these broad issues or the things you interact with real people about now does that does that mean it i'm and i'm not even trying to place us somewhere but i think that part of what the disagreement going on these groups are is i mean if you believe if you are with a group of people that believes christian persecution is around the corner in the western world at a grand scale you are going to act in a certain way if you believe that the uh church has been promoting a uh, a agenda of white supremacy for the last hundred years, you are going to respond to this moment in a specific way, right? What I'm saying is that, and, and again, I part of the issue is, and maybe you need to tell us how the deacon of God helps us answer this, is, is when when we are in these when we are in these worlds, not because I view don't ever be contrite or a person's like, you should never be courageous, right? No one, no one thinks like that. The question is that the view of the specific cultural moment is so 
unsettled and unagreed upon. That I think is one of the, the reasons we can't seem to, no matter what we agree on, right? Like if, cause if we are in a, let's use the example of war because we are Jesus and John Wayne, only 20 followers away from pastor Michael reading oh, no. said beautiful <laughs> no. book. So please keep following us. Uh, maybe, maybe 12 days of content will help or, or it really may not. Um, right. If we are in an actual war and we are in a foxhole and I'm like, pastor Michael, I need to be really careful. I am going to sit down and I'm going to spend some time writing about what needs to be done. Right. Doesn't matter what we agree on or how we, how, how good of friends we thought we were. I'm now basically a traitor to the cause. Does that, and that's a very ex, extreme example. It's a very courageous take. It's <laughs> a very courageous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Right. The other way would be like, oh, let me try and use a compassionate one. Right. We're all here to serve in a soup kitchen. And instead of like giving hungry people food, you decide you need to go and like correct their horrible lifestyles that got them there. Right. Like you have, you have so misjudged the situation that no matter if you are right about something, you are still wrong. Yeah, so in other words, it's not actually that helpful to simply talk about how different people react and respond to the given moment, but we actually have to be able to define what it is that we're dealing with, and we have to define the moment. We also have to be able to define what exactly are the, the categories or boundaries within which we can act in this moment. This is why we talk all the time about the importance of a confession, right? That this is what that does on a much larger basis than just like issues of like, you know, culture and politics and, and those sorts of things that seem to be at the, the heart of what Kevin DeYoung talks about dividing us. Uh, but this is why, by the way, we did create the deacon of God when we edited together these, uh, these confessions and what they have to say on the issue of the civil government and how Christians are to respond to it. They don't all agree, right? But we're hoping that this can be the, the starting point for this kind of coming together having an objective starting place right, and, and boundaries within which we can operate together. And, and that probably is even in, no matter what group you're in, if you start by teaching, if you start by declaring timeless principles, what's going to happen? The, the moment you do that, you're going to start to actually learn a lot about your cultural moment. Because how is my moment responding to something that is actually has nothing to do with Donald Trump or masks? Right. If the moment I say this, someone's like, well, you're a huge Trump supporter or you uh, or you're really anti-Trump. Well, that's telling me something about you, not how, about these times. You see the moment, how right. you define the moment. You not about this. Around this rather than saying, hey, I define it around something that actually could right. take and, us anywhere. And if someone is saying, oh, yeah, all these timeless principles. So you're saying we can never vote for Democrats or right. We, you know, or we should dismantle the Republican Party. Right. If you're saying that these certain if these kinds of principles react that way then those timeless principles are actually probably guiding you in a direction which would be good and would be a better starting place join us tomorrow for even more restless